everyone. Welcome back to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm Sarah. And I'm James. And today we're going to be talking about Gallivant. So James, how's your week been? Uh, I watched more Ghost. Yeah. I watched more Money Heist. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Gallivant. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That was your assignment. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> I want to ask you if you enjoyed it, but I have to wait for that. Oh, you have no idea. I enjoyed this <laughs> or not. I'm not going to give it away. That's true. I, I had no idea what your reaction to this show was going to be. <laughs> uh, but no, no, no big happenings for me. Huh? Just, I just, I, I just want to talk ghosts and money heist briefly. Sure. Do you, do you want to, <laughs> do you want to talk about anything before we talk about that? We can do that later. <laughs> Oh, um, well, I was going to give you a little update on um, the other week I had mentioned that maybe I was going to bring an anime of my own to the show, but oh. I finally watched it. Oh, it's um, actually out? Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, for context again, there is this mobile game I play called Obey Me, where it's kind of a card game, but also sort of a dating sim, and you're a exchange student to hell and then you maybe end up with seven demon boyfriends um and they have an anime that they made after they made this game and i finally got around to watching it and it's it's just five minute episodes and it's all very like if you haven't played the game you have no idea what's going on and it's just fan service uh, and it okay. is nothing of substance so we cannot talk about it on the show gotcha okay yeah yeah but I mean, I enjoyed it because it was, in fact, fan service. And, you know, I like these characters. But, um, yeah, it is not podcastable. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gotcha. Okay. Scratch that off the list. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, if you if anybody plays this game, you can just check it out. Okay. It's pretty okay. Would I think it's funny at all if I <laughs> threw on five minutes of it? Um. Or I just get, want to get the sense of the ridiculousness of the whole situation? Maybe. I think you just yell at me for, like, why do I like this, but I don't like Food Wars. Oh, yeah, of <laughs> course. It's just, you'll just get upset. You have no logical justification, so. Except that, like, I'm already attached to these characters, and I get yeah. their inside jokes that are part of, yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. We'll do another anime. Don't worry. But the other thing I watched this week was, was Ghosts. I finished up the U.S. version of Ghosts. So did I. Did you like it? I did. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm excited for season two. I think it's starting soon, right? I have it right here. Oh. Not too soon. Oh well, I guess I guess it is kind of soon actually. Thursday, <laughs> September 29th. Okay. Maybe eight thirty on CBS might be what I have what I saw. Very precise. I never watch TV live, but I'll yeah, take yeah. your word for it. <laughs> Subject is change. But mm -hmm. um I guess you'd have to wait till Friday then if yeah. you're not watching it live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Still going strong. I still want to watch more. Consistent laughs all the way through, I would say. Yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Again, it's different from the BBC version enough where it doesn't feel weird. And, and yeah, I, I I do enjoy all the characters. They keep. It is a little weird how they keep finding more ghosts. But... Oh, yeah, there's always <laughs> more ghosts. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, maybe... Uh... I, I have some theories that maybe next season the husband will be able to see ghosts too, but maybe not. That seems like a natural progression, or at least there has to be like one episode for whatever reason the mm. husband can see ghosts. Like it's going to yeah. get a little like uh, episode to episode like hokiness, I think at some point. 
it might be a little like, oh, look at the weird guest we have at the B&B this week, you know, and that could get old pretty fast, too. Yeah. Or it might just be some, like, weird mirror shows up that allows you to see the ghosts in it so he can, like, mm. better interact with them somehow without also having a life-threatening experience. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, can't wait for season two. Paramount Plus, once again, for anybody mm -hmm. that wants to watch. It's free with commercials. Did you check out any more Money Heist, Sarah? I did not get to it. Oh, darn. <laughs> I spent all weekend watching The Sandman, which just came out on Netflix. And oh. that was pretty good, but we can't watch it for this show. It's got some super gross bits in it. All right. I won't check it out. Yeah, it's not for, It's not a James show at all. <laughs> Thanks for the it, heads it, up. <laughs> it was serious and dark and grim, and I loved it, and you would hate it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I saw an ad for that. They don't even, they don't even put it in my... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's so far off base for what you normally <laughs> watch. The Netflix is like, no, let's let's save him. He he doesn't need to see this. Well, I rewatched the entire first two seasons of Money Heist. <laughs> nice, still great. But yeah, that's all. That's all I have for check-ins today. All right. So you uh, ready to talk about Galavant? Oh yes. Do you want me to do a rundown of the basic info that I looked up for Galavant? Or do you want to say some words first? Well, first I wanted to see um, how you feel about musicals generally, because Galavant is a musical. Okay. I don't watch a lot of musicals, I would say. But Ooh. at the same time, I was thinking about this. Like, mm -hmm. every classic Disney movie is like a musical, right? Oh, yeah. I was definitely about to say, but you've seen a lot of Disney movies. <laughs> yeah. So... I guess I have seen a lot of musicals, but for whatever reason, they're not, you know, I don't like label them as musicals, I guess, because a lot of them are cartoons, I guess, Okay, is the distinction. But yeah, if you asked me like what my favorite musical was, I'd probably just pick a, one of those Disney movies. Well, go ahead. Pick one of those Disney movies, which is your okay. favorite Disney musical. Well, I really, I really can't with 100% <laughs> confidence say what my favorite is, but I'll throw, I want to throw um, the live action version of Aladdin into the ring oh bold choice which i'll i'll go even further <laughs> people okay. aren't gonna like this <laughs> live action version of aladdin better than the original version oh aladdin. no no <laughs> no it, impossible <laughs> no it's have you seen it yes okay it's literally live action version of aladdin is literally everything that the original version had plus new things which made it better I disagree. So, by default. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. The original animated Aladdin, an absolute classic. No need to improve upon it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying the new version just made it even better. Okay. We'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. We could do a whole deep dive as to why that is, but... I'd have to prepare for that because right now it's just my instinct going, no, it can't, it's not better. I bet if you rewatched it and really focused on... Like, mm. the differences, you'd be like, oh, yeah, all this new stuff is pretty good. And the old stuff's still there. So, yeah. Solid, maybe. But, yeah, I'll <laughs> say the live-action version of Aladdin. That's what I'll that say. That is not what I expected <laughs> at all, but bold choice. Okay. I grew up watching, obviously, a lot of Disney musicals, but I also like like musicals generally. Like, I tend to watch a lot of the movie versions of, like, well, maybe not a lot, but of, of theater productions. So like Rent and Hamilton and Into the Woods. Moulin Rouge was a great movie that I grew up loving. And then anytime like a TV show decides they want to do a musical episode, I'm like all in. Like Futurama's done that. Community's done that. Ooh, there was a Buffy psych. episode that was a musical. Ooh, psych. Magicians. 
these are great episodes everybody should do a musical episode yeah if i'm invested enough in a tv show that they've gotten to the point where they're ready to do a musical episode usually i enjoy the musical episode i would say but i feel like there are not a lot of tv shows these days that are are musicals no like i guess glee was sort of a musical that was basically a musical but i didn't really watch a lot of that and bob's burgers has songs in it sometimes but i, I don't think that quite counts as a musical <laughs> Ooh, there was a show on Apple Plus recently called Schmigadoon. That is a musical. And that was pretty good. Pretty okay, I'll say. Do you think the Gallivant songs are uh, better than the Bob's Burgers songs? <laughs> Ooh, they, um, they are different. They, they, they are different. <laughs> I'd give Bob's Burgers being credit for a musical. Well, I just mean like usually you'll get like one song like in an episode. You're not and it's yeah. not every episode. That's the only reason I don't count it as a musical all overall because it's it's sporadic. Yeah, it's not the main content. Yeah, but Gallivant is a full on musical. So yeah, go ahead and give your spiel about your your background on Gallivant that you you've researched. I like I really like looking up like the origins of TV shows <laughs> to get like a understanding of where they're coming from or why mm -hmm. why they were released the way they were but gallivant aired from 2015 to 2016 so only mm -hmm. two years two seasons 18 episodes and it aired on abc so it's like the normal american like 22 minutes per episode yep the imdb blurb on the show is a musical comedy adventure featuring a knight on a quest for love who helps a childish king to see the error of his ways. I don't <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get all of that in the first two episodes. That's false. No, that is false. <laughs> it's not the premise of this show. Oh, it's not? It, I it's mean, pretty close. In a way, sort of, but okay, sure. But I, I feel like they missed the mark on the, the like... The part where he's like showing a king the error of his ways. Yes, that happens, but that's not the that's not the point of the show. <laughs> I don't know if you could get like could you use less words to describe the show. It's a musical fantasy comedy. They said that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Less words done. Well, there's a lot of musical fantasy comedies out there. Are there? Um, I think I have a couple <laughs> that I'm gonna. Mention. Okay, it's like Men in Tights if you added more songs. Um. Robin Hood Men in Tights from back in the day. Yeah, I, they I have, have at least one that. song. I don't think they have more than that. They have to have a bunch of songs in that, no? I was thinking about this earlier. I think it's just the one song. Okay. I'm I'm going to bring up some things that I this show made me thought of, think of in a little bit. And you can tell me if you remember these things having songs or not. Because I actually okay. can't remember some of them. <laughs> okay. Um, but I want to give the, the wiki breakdown of this show. Oh, okay. Because it's a little okay, so it's it's eight episodes in season one and ten episodes in season two, which is Correct. pretty short, pretty mm -hmm. short episodes for American TV. This is true. But this this will give you the reason behind that. Okay. So the series premiered on January fourth in twenty fifteen. So January fourth, you already not a great time slot. <laughs> time That's to start true. the show. Yep, yep. So it was uh, the mid season replacement for Once Upon a Time. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It goes on to say in an interview about the show, actress Mallory Jansen, who will be Queen Madalena mm, in the okay. show, she described Gallivan as the bastard child of Monty Python and the Princess Bride. Do you agree with that, okay. Sarah? Uh, I can see aspects of both of those movies in this, yeah. Yeah. 
Princess Bride had singing, right? <laughs> Am I going crazy? Wait. It definitely no. did. No. The Princess Bride no. didn't have singing. It didn't have singing, no. <laughs> that can't be right. No, it definitely did not have singing. Okay. Or no songs. Well, Monty Python doesn't have singing, does it? That seems like a weird to not put two musicals in a bastard child situation. Yeah, I don't I don't think there are musical numbers in Monty Python. We're going but crazy. I, I haven't seen all of it, so I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like now everything has music numbers in it, and I just forget. That's what I'm starting to feel like. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe everything should. It should, and then we won't remember. <laughs> if it Take did all or the not. serious Batman movies and shove some songs in there and see how it pans out. <laughs> all right. The first season consisted of eight episodes, which aired over four weeks. So Ooh. they aired two episodes back to back each week. Okay. And we're going to be talking about the first two episodes. So I think that's the right way so it's perfect. to yeah. talk about this. Yeah. So not only did it air in January, but it only lasted four weeks long. <laughs> it finished in January. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the series was renewed for a second season of 10 episodes, which premiered on January 3rd of 2016. Did not get a better time slot. Yeah, it did not. And it followed the same airing scheme. So it only took five weeks to air but the second season. they made season. it into February, theoretically, right? No. 31st. Oh. 31st, I think. Dang, I'm doing so the math close. right. So close. But yeah, so that gives you the, you know, what ABC thought about this show before they aired it. <laughs> Seems like they did not give them uh, a fair shake. Without saying if I like the show or not, it seems like a fair time slot for this show. Yeah, it is. I, I guess a show like this would be considered a risk. Yeah. Can you imagine them only airing like one episode of this a week? <laughs> like People would lose interest so fast, I think. I have such a hard time conceptualizing watching you just one show this, a week. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw this show for the first time like years after it came out and I watched all of it immediately. And I was like, that's it? Why didn't you make more? This was amazing. Yeah, I think this show is probably way better as a streaming product than it is for a TV product. All right, so here's some things mm -hmm. that I thought about. Well, actually, I told my mom we were going to be talking about Galavant. Okay. And she was like, she was like, oh, Galavant, I remember that show, but she couldn't really remember if she actually watched it. <laughs> okay. Or she feels like she saw episodes, but didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. Um, so probably just caught it when it was on TV those two mm -hmm. years. But she, her comparisons were Ella Enchanted. Okay. Which, does that have musicals in it? I've definitely watched that. I could not tell you. I, I think yes. It yeah, has to, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. definitely. Because it is trying, like, it's it's spoofing off of all of the, the classic Disney movies, right? It's got to have Yeah, I would it. hope so. Okay. <laughs> and then, not to be confused with Enchanted, which came out uh, three years later, with Amy Adams. Have you seen this? Oh, wait, that's the exact movie I thought we were talking about. Oh. What's the other one? <laughs> so Ella Enchanted is with Anne Hathaway. Have you never seen Elle Enchanted? I may have seen one or both of these movies and merged them in my brain, and I cannot separate <laughs> out. Well, what okay, so of here's the are. big here's the big difference. Okay, <laughs> and Enchanted with Amy Adams, which I don't think I've seen this because it's it's. I think I would remember this if I'd seen it, mm -hmm. but I think it starts out as an animated movie where like Amy Adams is like a princess in the animated movie, and it's okay. like classic Disney animation or whatever, and then she just through whatever reason gets like sucked into new york city and becomes a live action <laughs> oh okay i don't think i've seen this but now like i kind of remember it existing and okay yes okay and then i could not tell you the exact plot of el enchanted but it's basically just cinderella okay yeah that is the one 
Okay. Yes. Ella Enchanta is the one that you're familiar. That's the more yes. popular one, I believe. Okay. So that's what my my mom. Do you think those are fair comparisons to this or no? Um, it feels like Galloway. I shouldn't be making a judgment on this based on my terrible okay. memory of either of these movies, but yeah, it feels like a fair comparison. <laughs> I think these I think these comparisons are more just like the fantasy aspect of it than the musical aspect because the comedy I I don't know is the I don't know I don't think the comedy is the same. No, Galavant's gonna be. No, I, don't, I I think that that would be where these would differ. And then the one movie I thought of was A Knight's Tale. Oh, yeah. That's not a musical. It's but... not? There's no song? Okay. I mean, there's a lot of music in it, but it's like modern music because they oh, like to blend true. that. In, but there's no like, no, there's no, nobody singing. Okay. That's with Heath Ledger. Yes. That movie I remember. I watched the crap out of that as a teenager. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I, I just remembered more fantasy things than musical things when I watched this. <laughs> but <laughs> that's all I got for comparisons. Oh, my little note that I had about Galavan before we get into talking it is that um, the guy who created it, Dan Fogelman, he wrote for Tangled, Bolt, Cars, and Crazy Stupid Love. So like... I feel like you like Crazy Stupid Love. That's a yeah solid movie. And then he also has experience with writing for musicals. So it seems like a solid choice that he made here. Crazy Stupid Love is Steve Carell and Emma Stone and that movie, right? Yeah. I think we watched that for like a movie night once. Yeah, yeah. I think we did. And I, I, I recommended it. Okay. I was trying to remember if that's the right title. <laughs> and then um, the most recognizable actor, I think, for everybody is going to be Timothy Amundsen? Omenson? I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's the king. And he was the detective guy in Psych. And apparently he's done a bunch of voice work for like Star Wars games and also that like Castlevania show that came out on Netflix a couple years ago. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's in it. Yeah, he's the only person that I recognized because <laughs> I watch Psych. Okay. Are you ready to actually get into it and, and talk about an episode of Gallivant? Oh, yeah. You want me to start this? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> episode one. <laughs> This this show is going to start immediately with singing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a musical. You got to have a strong opening number. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like musicals don't have to start with opening numbers, but this one isn't messing around right into it. Gallivant wants you to know what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. And this opening song, if you were just like catch this on TV or something, I feel like you would think that this opening song is like some sort of like recap catch up song to get you to where you need to be to like yes. watch the episode you're watching, but it's actually episode one of the show. But they do use this song as like a catch up, like the, this theme, and then they replace the the verses um, yes. throughout other episodes to catch you up with what you've missed previously. So yeah, this is like the main music the main theme. Yeah, yeah. There isn't really a theme song to this show, but this song is used. As like the music of the song is used throughout the show, yes, in multiple music numbers. But uh, yeah, what would I say about this opening music number? Uh, there's literally <laughs> there's literally a line in this opening music number that's like says like a fairy tale cliche. <laughs> so oh, it's <yeah>. like <laughs> so like Gallivant is just like some brave knight, and the song is all about Gallivant. <laughs> yeah, and how like awesome he is, and yeah. Like, he's riding a horse on a beach, and then all the peasants are coming out and singing about, like, how beautiful his face is and how he, like, fights off people. Yeah. It really reminded me of um, either the Bell song from Beauty and the Beast in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Or even the Gaston song, song from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. 
yes it's like it, some sort of merging of those two that that, that is that's an appropriate comparison yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah so this song's gonna set everything up galvent is in love and the song is really gonna focus in on how galvent is having a lot of sex with this woman <laughs> that he's in love with, right? Yes. Madeline is super hot and they they are banging all the time is is a key verse in this song. <laughs> yes. Gallivant and Madalena. But then King Richard is just going to roll up and it, this is still a musical number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's yep. going to roll up, see Madalena and be like, that's going to be my wife. And then he just kidnaps her. <laughs> yes. And then Gallivant is going off to interrupt their wedding day and save her so you know like in any other sort of thing that would be three quarters of the movie right there but this is the opening like two minutes of the show yeah and so he like he like busts through the doors of the church or whatever they're getting married in and as he he does this like big speech the the speech is still part of the song right (laughs) i think it is i think the speech like and like the song ends and then it's speech time but he's definitely like just talking to guards and he's just like just fall over like he's beaten a bunch of guys and he's just like stop it just whatever that was part of the musical number (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's very comedic how he is like beating all the guards it's like he's just in the middle of singing and not really fighting at all but the guards are still being defeated very little effort utterly destroys everyone but then when he gets into the church he gives this whole speech <laughs> about he, it's a very long speech about how he's going to like save madalena and it's it's like an awkward like length of speech that you just know like something weird is about to happen <laughs> yeah. and, it, and if this if this show wasn't called gallivant i would have predicted that this guy was about to be murdered <laughs> <laughs> Like that's, that's the vibe that I got from the situation. So I was like, but then, but since the show was called Gallivant, I was kind of just expecting him to just be like shot with an arrow or something like out of nowhere, like in the middle of his speech. Like that's what I was expecting to happen. That That's an appropriate vibe for this. I, that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's basically saying like, yeah, I could fight your minions all day long and whatever. But at the end of the day, all you have to offer her is fame and fortune, but I have love and love is better than fame and fortune and she's just like well actually uh i think i'm gonna go with the fame and fortune thanks bye yeah so that's what they were setting up (laughs) (laughs) is that after his whole adventure she is actually uh she'd rather be rich and powerful than (laughs) actually be with the person she supposedly is in love with i don't know yeah i i don't know that i entirely blame her i mean the olden times were terrible so like any bit of comfort was definitely improvement yeah i guess because it's a comedy it's like king richard isn't going to be like the worst to her <laughs> but oh it yeah could have easily been like oh well, yeah, yeah yeah there's definitely given the the everything else in the show i don't blame her but like if this okay. was a normal real circumstance where like she got properly kidnapped yeah then that would be terrible but like we've already been introduced to like even though like he had her kidnapped he's actually just kind of a goofy weird dude like there's a little bit where he's talking to her right before the ceremony they like interrupt the song and he's just like hey it's our wedding day i'm about to make you super rich and powerful and then tonight we're gonna bone and she's just like yeah sure okay and he's like no but really we're gonna we're not just gonna open gifts it's boning time (laughs) but like in like a weird not threatening way just in an awkward goofy way so like it's in a childish way. Yes. Yes. He's not like there's nothing about him at this point is that is scary. You're just kind of like, oh, this dude's weird. Okay. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Gotcha. 
But yeah, Queen Madalena is actually going to agree to marry King Richard and become the queen. And even at this point, like, the king's bodyguard, Gareth, comes over and, like, knocks, like, kicks Gallivant to the ground. And he's just, like, devastated. And then Richard comes up to, like, kick him in the face and try to say a cool line, like, good night, prince, or whatever. But, like, he just kind of whiffs it. And he's just like, ah, just do it for me. Like, so, like, <laughs> he's already set up as, like, he's not a tough guy. And that is a theme that is going to continue throughout the entire show. Yeah. <laughs> but then we cut to one year later. Yeah. And Gallivant is just sleeping in his bed, and he's drunk. Yep. And it seems like that's his all-the-time situation. Yeah, he's fallen off from his glory days. <laughs> but he still has a squire, whose name is Sid, who is, like, trying to get him to, like, get his shit together. And he comes in and tries to wake him up, and he's like, you have a visitor. And um, he introduces her. Her name is Princess Is Isabella Maria Lucia Isabetta of Valencia. You actually you actually wrote all that down. <laughs> I mean, I had to. It was a ridiculously long name. <laughs> I just wrote Princess Isabella of Valencia. That's all. That's all that's I was fair. willing to do. <laughs> but yeah, so Isabella is basically going to be trying to recruit Gallivant to like come save her kingdom, which is in trouble. Yes, they got invaded by a king. And all of her family was either killed or imprisoned, and she escaped. And all she has is the priceless jewel of Valencia to pay Gallivant to come and save her people. But he is not interested. Yeah, he is not interested. And then she's going to sing a song about Gallivant's glory days to try to get him inspired. But it's not going to work. <laughs> it does not work at all. Yeah. Um, and so she storms out, basically. It was just like, oh, this is ridiculous. But then we get an interesting flashback to two months ago. Um, she said her kingdom got invaded four months ago. So two months ago, she's hiding in the cellar and it's like underneath the throne room, basically. And we find out that it is, in fact, King Richard who has invaded her, her land. So he and Madalena are in the throne room above and, and the jester is performing for them. I, I, I got a little confused <laughs> with where this was taking place. Even though King Richard is in the scene, they are in Valencia. Yes. Yeah, he's taken the throne. He's taken up residence in Valencia. So this show, like, is taking place in Valencia, even though, like, I don't know. What, like, what's the name of his kingdom? They never, they never name it. Oh, his kingdom's, okay. I, that confused me. I thought, I thought he, like, kidnapped the princess and was in the cellar of his, <laughs> his uh, throne no. room. No. Uh, so I was a little confused by, <laughs> by this. So but, uh... basically, like, Gallivant lives next to whatever Richard's kingdom is, which later in the show is referred to as Richard's kingdom. They never bothered. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yes. But he has traveled with uh, Madalena to go and invade this other kingdom of Valencia. And that is where all of these castle shots going forward are in. They're in Valencia. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. So yeah, they're in the, the throne room of Valencia. Mm -hmm. And the jester's performing. And he's telling like, you know, like, like stupid kids jokes. I, I, I didn't write down what they were. It was that, um, that knock, knock joke where you say banana over and over again. And then it's, aren't you glad I didn't say banana? Yeah. But like simultaneously, I don't know if he's flirting with the queen or the queen's flirting with him, but Queen Madalena is very into the jester. Oh yeah. Scene. She laughs a lot at this terrible joke. Richard doesn't get it and is completely oblivious to how they are both flirting with each other. And you just get the vibe that 
even though Queen Madalena agreed to marry him, there's still like no love connection at all between oh, them. Oh, not at all. Yeah. But Queen Madalena like really wants the jewel of Valencia for some reason. Yes. That's not explained in 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 the beginning, is it? <laughs> I think she just wants a big fancy jewel. Is all that okay. there is to it? <laughs> like stuff or something. I don't know. Yes. Uh, and then we also found out that uh, Queen Madalena supposedly took a vow of chastity yes. <laughs> in order to convince King Richard that she can't have sex with him. Yeah. Yes, pretty much. Those are the key points that I picked mm -hmm. up on in this scene. And she's all like, well, she's like, we need to get this jewel. Richard's like, but I tried. They won't give it to me. I don't know where it is. And she's just like, well, Gallivant would have never stood for this. And it's clear she keeps saying this like passive aggressive shitty stuff to him all the time. Because then we get into a song about how Richard really wants to kill Gallivant and then have sex with his wife. Does this happen right away? Like he convinces himself that if he kills Gallivant, then that will be like, Madalena will like be like, oh, now that Gallivant doesn't exist, I guess I'll have sex with King Richard. Seems to be the logic. Is that logic. the logic? Okay. Yeah, and I think, well, part of it, he's, he wants to kill him in front of her. So she can't keep saying this stuff like Gallivant would never do because then he can just be like, well, I defeated Gallivant. Like, shut up. Like, I'm better than him. Okay. And then, yeah, somehow that leads to sex. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if this, this is in the song or what this is, but I wrote down that supposedly Gallivant is the greatest warrior in five kingdoms. Yes, that is one of his titles that gets thrown around sometime. Do we do we meet any of the kingdoms besides Valencia and King Richard's <laughs> kingdom? There is a third kingdom that we get to they talk about at the end of this season but they go to it in the second season and i forget the name of it okay it that one has a name though that one definitely has a name so they, but they set up as if there were gonna be five kingdoms in the show well they only got two seasons you know maybe they didn't get to the rest yeah did this show like clearly have plans for more seasons um they have an ending and there's an ending song in which weird al is actually in it and he's singing about like, you know, maybe if we have a miracle, here's what you'll see next. And then there's an extra final scene at the end. So like they leave it open, but they're uh, like, okay. yeah, we're probably not getting renewed. Yeah. The show is kind of like meta with stuff like that. Like they oh, break definitely. the what, the fourth wall or whatever yes. many times. Yeah. All right. But then we, uh, we cut back to the present very briefly, <laughs> actually, <laughs> now that I, I started like writing my notes, like. Oh, back to the present, but then they went right back to the flashback immediately. Yeah, same. I guess it was a commercial break, and that's why oh, it was probably. weird. But yeah, Gallivant is like still getting drunk in a bar now, but yes. Isabella like followed him to the bar, and she's there too. But she's sitting somewhere else, like she's not even trying. But he like gets cut off. I get. I don't know if they decided he's too drunk or if he doesn't have any money to pay. But then he goes to her specifically to get her to get him a drink. Yeah, and then I was a little confused because he just like. I want to hear more of your story. Was that just like a reason to get more drinks? Is that why yeah, he did that? Yeah, okay. that's a hundred percent. He just wanted her to keep buying him drinks. I was confused why he cared about her story now all of a sudden after oh, literally just didn't. rejecting her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we then we cut right back to the past. Mm -hmm. Once he, she starts the story again. And the king is meeting with the king and queen of Valencia. Am I yes. right about this? Okay. Yes. And he's he's still asking after the jewel, and they're just like, no, it is not our jewel. It is our people's jewel. It's been in this kingdom and our family for generations. It's so important to us. And he's like, but but I want it. Just give it to me. 
that's all I had from this scene. Is that all? <laughs> that's all the scene is, right? Well, then he finally um, he says, "Okay, fine, kill the king, make the queen watch." And at this point, Isabella, who is under the in the cellar beneath, like calls out and yells, just like "No!" And then has given away her hiding spot. Well, she was hiding in there. Yeah, she was hiding in the cellar. She's hiding. Oh, okay. It's the cellar of Valencia. That makes more sense. Yes. Okay. I was so confused. I, I got myself so <laughs> confused with thinking it was the King Richard's throne room. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, then we come back to the, the present again. And um, at this point, Gallivant's like a couple drinks in and is now like eating a big turkey leg and like a really gross, unappealing way. And you can see that Isabel is just like super disgusted with him. And so she like asks him like why are you what, what why are you this way you were supposed to be the greatest hero in all the five kingdoms and now what is this yeah and then I have um, we find out like Gallivant swore off love because his parents were like terrible to each other yes they loved each other a lot but they fought every day all the time and he was just like I don't want any of that yes but then he fell in love with Madalena and yes. then he got his heart broken. And that's why he's, even after a year, he's yes. still so devastated. <laughs> he's had no practice at being brokenhearted, so he takes it real bad. Yeah. But then Isabella is going to mention that King Richard is the one attacking Valencia. And then that gets Gallivant's attention. Yes. Suddenly he's like, ooh, tell me more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Almost immediately he's just like, okay, I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> but then we go back to the flashback and we find out that now Richard has taken the the uh, jewel of Valencia from Isabella and was about to give it to Madalena, but she comes in and is basically pretty bitchy at him. So he hides it and comes up with a plan where he's going to send Isabella to lure Gallivant to Valencia so he can kill Gallivant in front of Madalena. Yeah, okay. So Isabella, it's, it's a little weird because like she could actually want Gallivant's help to defend Valencia, but at the same time, she's working for King Richard. And this request is, like, really weird, because, like, I feel like they didn't have to give Isabella the jewel, <laughs> right? It's like... Yeah. I don't think that's what got Gallivant interested in the situation. No, and specifically, Richard's like, okay, you're going to take this jewel and offer it to him to save your country, but he's not going to agree to it. So then, tell him that yeah. I'm really horrible, and every night you hear the queen sobbing and saying that she made the wrong choice yeah that's the that's the big lie that gets gallivant to help yes not the jewel and the jewel seems really important to the king so i feel like he should not have like given it back to her <laughs> i don't but know i no think he choice. doesn't want to give it to madalena right now because he's wants to prove himself that he can kill gallivant first does the order matter <laughs> apparently I don't think but it also, does, but I don't okay. know, maybe it makes the whole Isabella approaching Gallivant more realistic. Like, if she, like, people wouldn't come to him theoretically with nothing and be like, just come save my country, please. I have nothing to pay you with, but yeah. just please. But he could have just given her, like, a sack of shillings or something, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Probably doesn't matter. <laughs> I just thought it was a weird choice. So, yeah. She is theoretically tricking gallivant yes via king richard and now that gallivant thinks that madalena still loves him he is all ready to go and rescue her and is that the end of episode one 
already oh there's a little bit of a song that is um a play on the opening song that's just like and next week on and it's funny because it is the the jester who is singing it and then once he finishes you see madalena's just like shut up stop singing and come do something you're good at and like pulls him into bed so like just to confirm that they are hooking up (laughs) yeah end of episode one we didn't really talk about the musical numbers did you did you want to say anything about the musical numbers or even just like the jokes in general? Sure. So far? Um, I liked in the song where Richard is singing about how he really wants to kill Gallivant. Like he's going through all the different ways he'd like to to kill him. There's a lot of stabbing or like kicking and I mean, a lot of very specifics about his fantasies of killing Gallivant. But then part of it is he's like, and then I can get back to you know, my real hobbies, starting a genocidal war or raising taxes and abusing the poor. And like (laughs) all the people in the, the, like all the servants and stuff have been coerced into singing this song with him. And at this point they stop and they go, wait, what? And he's just like, nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like, that's a big part of the humor. It seems in the show is like, especially in the musical numbers, it's almost like, like when people start singing it's supposed to be like their internal thoughts but they're singing with everybody else that's in the scene most of the time yes and so everybody's hearing each other's internal thoughts but because they're singing them they don't end up acting as if they heard them you know yeah or they 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 did hear them but then they like It'll usually be a, wait, what did you say? Yeah, something like that. And then it's like, you're supposed to be like, okay, they they didn't actually hear what, like, mm-hmm. hear their internal thoughts, even though they just sang them out loud in front of them. Which is of basically thing. making fun of musicals, because people are singing their internal thoughts all the time. Yeah, and then okay. just nobody ever, like, stops and goes, wait, what did you say? Because it is just their internal thing, even if they are singing with someone. Yeah, I did assume it was some sort of, like, musical meta joke yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) were there any of these songs that you liked particularly um i like the opening song oh yeah the opening song's great i like the opening song because it didn't mess around with getting to the point of the show (laughs) (laughs) like this show does not need a slow build it's just Mm -hmm. we're gonna sing some silly songs and (laughs) here's a really generic fantasy world situation mm-hmm. that we're going to be in uh so yeah i really like the opening song the opening song is kind of like an earworm oh yeah definitely once you hear it a few times you just like can't get it <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna go around singing gallivant <laughs> yes i listen to this the the soundtrack for this all the time the soundtrack <laughs> i don't yeah, know yeah, if the songs have, are that good <laughs> no they have all the songs on spotify and i listen to them maybe not all the time but like when i had first <laughs> when i'd first seen the show it was just like weeks and weeks of that's all i would listen to and now that i've rewatched the entire really? show again for this um <laughs> it, it'll be that for for again okay interesting i enjoy musicals and now that i work from home i can just blast it and sing along and nobody except my downstairs neighbor is going to be annoyed <laughs> i think the next episode has some better musical numbers other than the opening one. Mm-hmm. I think I did laugh at the King Richard, like, torture killing Gallivant. It had some funny um, <laughs> some funny lines in there, but I could not tell you what they were. <laughs> you want to get into episode two? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. This one starts with Gallivant, Isabella, and Gallivant's squire, Sid, 
on horses in the forest. And it's too peaceful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I have. It's too peaceful. Suspiciously so. Yeah, and then some, like, random goons with hoods on. I don't even think we get to see their faces. Just, like, show up and start attacking them. But Galvant, like, defeats them all. <laughs> like, like, easily. Immediately, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then Madalena appears out of nowhere. <laughs> and she's calling him a hero and, and just like, oh, where have you been? I love you. And then Richard is there making fun of him. And then and then Galavan is not wearing any pants because, yeah, it's a dream. <laughs> yeah, it's a dream. Yeah, this okay. happened. <laughs> but when he wakes up, he is actually sleeping in the woods, and Galavant, Isabella, and Sid are do all have horses. So yeah, he is exactly where he was dreaming about. <laughs> He's just not doing anything particularly heroic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they those three break out into a song about traveling, going on a hero's journey. A hero's journey, yeah. And part of it is, uh, I think some of the lyrics I wrote down are: "So what if you're smelly and you have a muffin top?" Or that's the parsed down version of the what they're basically yeah. making fun of his current state and uh just like no we're still going on a uh, a mission or a hero's journey it's fine yeah i think i like this one it's just like uh like a uh like a montage traveling scene yes. with silly lines <laughs> in the song yeah there is a great shot of something that clearly just happened for the sake of the song where um he's in a bathtub in the woods and like Sid is just cleaning him off <laughs> like yeah. just for no reason just lots of bubbles everywhere it's about yeah. the time when Isabella calls him smelly yeah a lot of the jokes you're you've been talking about are I would categorize them as like Monty Python oh styled, yeah. yeah styled jokes yeah Ooh, and it's in this song that Isabella alludes to how she's betraying Galavant and he goes wait what and she's like nothing that's the one I remember the most <laughs> But I think my favorite part of the song is at the end, Gallivant, like, they do a big final note that's long, and then at the end he's just like, holy shit, I'm out of shape, my tummy hurts, this song was so long! <laughs> just to set you up for the kind of, like, he's not in hero shape right now, he's he's not ready to, yes. to do what needs doing. Because this episode is called, like, jousting or something of the sort, I believe. Something like that, yeah, it's about jousting. Because uh, Gallivant decides that uh, he needs to find a place to sleep that isn't, like, camping outside. But they have no money. They have no money at all. <laughs> but fortunately, r on a sign right next to where they decide to stop, Sid finds a sign <laughs> for a, jou a jousting contest. 1,000 shillings grand prize. Nice. So that's what we're going to be doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yep. But for our B plot, we go back to Valencia. And um, Richard and Madalena are having dinner, but the chef is feeding Richard like he's a little kid, you know, like, oh, here's the airplane, except I don't think he said an airplane. He's like using medieval references of just like, open up, I'm going to shoot the cannonball in. And yeah. <laughs> Richard is really enjoying this. Yes. I think Madalena just like, this is ridiculous. And she just storms off. Oh, yeah. She's fully disgusted with this man. <laughs> and then King Richard, I don't remember how exactly this plays out, but he's just like, doesn't understand what's going on. And then Gareth mm -hmm. is, is just gives him like the classic like tough guy speech. He's just like, you need to man up. Yes. <laughs> Show like her that. that you're strong. Yeah. So King Richard is going to get some uh, lessons on how to be strong at some point. In this how to be a strong man. Yes. From Gareth, who hasn't hugged anyone since his father died when he squeezed him to death. Gareth is a weird character. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. <laughs> I recognize Gareth's face too, but I could not place it. 
where uh um i looked up and i know he was in what is it lock stock and two smoking barrels i want to say one of those like british heist movies oh really okay but then also just like he plays a tough looking guy in a lot of movies and stuff i think is yeah that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say he's like probably plays like a soldier guy in a bunch of like sci-fi channel monster movies or something (laughs) which is why i would have guessed that he's in but I didn't he's got the face up. and build for random tough guy in movies. Yeah, he's got like scars on his face and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, but back to the jousting. They they go to sign up for jousting, but unfortunately they need a they need a hundred shilling entry fee. That seems pricey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's like a is it like a 10, 10 person tournament? Probably, and I think like like it's only it's only for knights, and being a knight is expensive. Yeah. It might be only eight people, and then it's like a hundred entry, and then it's a thousand grand prize. I don't know. I don't know how that works out. Yeah, unsure of the math, but they don't have the money regardless. Yeah, and then they didn't immediately do this, which is what I thought they were going to do. But eventually, actually, wait, who makes them do this? They're going to put up the jewel of Valencia as collateral. Yeah, so they meet another knight who like seems like he's a rival of Galavans. At least he comes up talking shit and. What drives me crazy is his name is John Ham, like the actor John Ham, but he's okay. not played by John Ham. He's played by John Stamos, and I don't like just the way they call him John Ham. Like they use his full name the whole time, makes it feel like it's supposed to be a reference to John Ham, but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Like maybe John Ham was supposed to play him and then like backed out or something, so they're like, "Fuck it, his name's John Ham." I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so he comes up and he's like talking shit about, oh, you're not going to enter now. You don't have the money. And so they get all embarrassed. And Sid's like, well, we'll put up the Jewel of Valencia. Fine. And this is like a rival of Galavance from the past? Yeah, right? he definitely knows him from before. And it seems like they at least have somewhat of an antagonistic relationship. Oh, this is the Full House guy. Yes, it okay. is Uncle Jesse. From I was Full like, House. I was like, I've seen this guy's face before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I did. That. What I did think was funny with this rival guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when he started telling your mom, your mama jokes. Yes. He's obsessed with them. And then like Galavant <laughs> says something like, it's 1256. Yo mama jokes are really getting old. Come on. <laughs> I, that made me laugh pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The mama joke. I don't even remember what they were, but. They were probably terrible, but they made me laugh. Oh, wait, I have one written down. He's like, I know you want to bail. And then the joke was like, I want to bail too. Bail your mama out for prostitution or something. (laughs) So stupid. It's very dumb. (laughs) That one got me. They got me with that one. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so this man full of yo mama jokes has embarrassed them enough that they put up the, the priceless jewel of Valencia for collateral and and the guy who's taking it is just like what i mean what's it worth and she's just like it's priceless he's like so i'll put it with the rooster then okay like it's no one is taking this jewel as seriously as it ought to be and yeah she's kind of pissed that they put it up anyway the jewel doesn't look like crazy impressive it is big it is large and it's just it's green right yeah yeah but it's not like uh molded or it's not cut to be like a cool shape or anything oh right? yeah it is it's just kind of like a very it's kind of a rough yeah i mean it's got one pointy end and one more like rough stone end but it's big and shiny so it must be worth a lot of money i guess 
if you didn't know what like precious stones were, I guess I, I could see just being like, eh, it looks like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his um, <laughs> at the end, of the very end of that scene, his armor, they were putting on his armor and it was on backwards. That's how like, that's how little that <laughs> Gallivant's like mind is working at this point. Too. Yes. We can't even put armor on properly. <laughs> so yeah, Isabel is super worried about him like losing her jewel now. So she like talks him up and gets him pushed to the final bout so he doesn't have to joust today at all and he can spend some time training yeah that was very silly how that worked yes <laughs> she basically gave this like not so great impromptu speech <laughs> about mm-hmm. how galvin is so great but i guess he is already so famous that people know of him yeah and the guy was just like oh okay i guess he'll just go straight to the finals <laughs> <laughs> it was uh pretty easy <laughs> yeah but isabella knows that Galvin isn't as good as she just hyped him up to be. <laughs> yes. She's going to like confront him and she's going to show that even she can beat him in like mm-hmm. sword fighting right now, which isn't jousting. Like this is just a jousting competition, but for some reason yes. they practice a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> and she gets him to admit that um, his whole deal is that when Madalena left him, it knocked him, you know, off his feet. And He's afraid of what will happen if he gets knocked off again. And she's just like, but a hero stands up. Like, that's a reoccurring thing. She's, like, trying to, like, get into his head. So that way he stops whining and trains. So then we, I liked this. I liked that. So we, we just get, like, a training montage music number. Yes. <laughs> of, but, like, <laughs> nobody in the scene is singing. It's just, like, some guy. And it's very, like, 80s training, like. Oh the yeah, intense. there is no singing in this one. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> but it is great. I did. I really like this. <laughs> and in the middle <laughs> of this, I have that uh, Gallivant is like pouring a bucket of water over himself, <laughs> and yes. Isabella. This is like the first sign of chemistry between them. Isabella like gives him like a look of like ooh, <laughs> like, and she says, "Damn." Yeah, she does say, "Damn." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this song is so meta. It's all about like this is where the training montage goes. So then, you know, you don't have to do as much work or like by the time we'll be ready to go, you won't have to have sit through all the training or, you know, it's ridiculous like that. And throughout the montage, of course, the rival guy is like winning over every match that he is part of leading up to the finals. So clearly they're going to have to face each other. And it's only been like one day, right? Yeah. He only gets one day to train, (laughs) but he does a lot of push-ups. He does a move where he swings up onto his horse. There's a part where she's sitting on his shoulder and he's holding a lance and then he's just like running in place. <laughs> um, and that's the closest they get to actually training for jousting because I don't think they do anything else. Yeah, but that's not enough. All that training, which understandably is not enough. <laughs> well, at the end, he's like, oh yeah, I'm ready. And Isabel uh, yeah. is like, I don't, I don't think so. I'm going yeah. to take care of this. Understandably, yeah. Should, one day of training should not be enough. <laughs> so <laughs> Isabella takes it upon herself to go seduce the rival guy. <laughs> yes. And basically, does he? does she drug him or just get him really drunk? She gets him really drunk. She's just like, she gives him a drink and he's like, what is this? And she's just like, oh, it's absinthe. It's super, like, it's not that strong at all. And that is the oh, okay. opposite of what absinthe is. <laughs> but then we get it. We get it, We cut to the King Richard stuff before we get back to the jousting finals. Yes. And it's dinner time. But this time, Richard's acting tough. So I wrote down all the manly things that he does in this scene. 
Oh, yeah, hit me with them. Tell me <laughs> which, which of these would work. <laughs> that would work, but which just which ones are the manliest? <laughs> the, oh, the okay. <laughs> I'll put this all on you. <laughs> okay. First of all, he's he's wearing a new like tough outfit. No like frilliness mm-hmm. on the sides. It's pretty much all black or different shades of black and gray. Unmanly. A man wears whatever the fuck he wants. I mean, it's not not manly. Right. No, but this is my judgment of it. Okay, good. Keep, yeah, keep keep chiming in between these. Then he demands that she sits and drink wine. Unmanly. That's just a dick move. <laughs> and then he doesn't drink wine. He drinks ale straight from the bottle. That's fine, I, I guess. I don't know why you make oh, that, a deal about it. That you works can drink for you. Stuff out. It doesn't work for me. It's just like people can drink ale out of a bottle. I I. I do that sometimes. It's okay. It's not manly, but it's fine. And then he burps. I mean, that's just, again, rude. <laughs> Those are the only four things that I think happened in the scene. Yes. <laughs> to show his manliness. <laughs> On the Sarah scale, he has failed. But in ye olden times, I guess that works. <laughs> I mean, I would say the outfit was an improvement. I mean, it might be a better outfit, but I wouldn't say there's anything inherently manly about it because... I mean, just wear whatever you want. In terms of actually impressing Madalena, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's just for fashion improvement. That does not change the scale of manliness, because I'm all very much just wear whatever you want. But the rest of it should do nothing for nobody. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. We're on the same page here. (laughs) All right, I'm done with that scene. Are you done with that scene? That's pretty much all there is to it. I mean, she does, like, look like, oh okay i guess i will eat like you know she's oh does she (laughs) well she was about like she comes into the room and she's like do we even have to eat together like i'm just gonna go but by the end like she's sitting there and she's having dinner with him you know like he's persuaded her his demanding gets her to stay yeah but okay let's get back to the jousting finals (laughs) this this is where it's at oh yes so uh the rival guy? I just wrote yeah. down rival guy in my notes because I did not. Ham. I did not catch his name, but it's funny that it is John. Ham. John Ham yeah, versus Gallivant. He comes out of his tent and he's hungover, still drunk. I don't know, but he's vomiting out of his helmet. He's on, already has his helmet on. And he's puking. Yeah, it's not pretty. Uh, but then we cut over to Gallivant. He's on his horse. He's ready to go. And Isabella gives him like a nice little speech, and he's like, "That's yeah. all well and good, but I can't move." Yeah. It turns out they 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 trained so hard in that montage that Galvin <laughs> can't move any of the muscles in his body right now. And he's just like, look how far I can move my arms up. And it's like, not far at all. So yeah, this this final is going to be epic between these two people. Yes. So like, it starts and the horses just slowly walk towards each other. Like the horses are also. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. I guess they did not have the strength to like nudge their horses into a gallop or something. I I think it just doesn't make sense. It's supposed to be part of the joke, I guess. But they like slowly come to each other and finally meet in the middle. And then they're both just like trying to nudge each other off of their horses with their lances. (laughs) <laughs> but they both fall off at the same time. And then the horses leave. <laughs> yeah. And the, the the guy that was like signing people up for the tournament, he comes over and he's like, doesn't really know what to do. But then he just decides like, all right, the first person to stand up wins. <laughs> and Caliban's just like, oh, come on. <laughs> 
Yeah. And they're both struggling pretty hard, but eventually Gallivant stands up. Yeah. Like they actually both stand up the whole time. Oh yeah. But then John Hamm falls over. <laughs> they give it to Gallivant. An epic victory. <laughs> but the whole point is he did get knocked down and then he stood up again. Like, a hero okay. Guy. I was not picking up on all these <laughs> exact phrasing, inspirational speeches. But yeah, best joust ever. <laughs> the horse is going in slow motion. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I love when the horses just leave them. When they're, yeah. just, they're just like, oh, done, I guess. Because the horses should have just gone at full speed and then they just should have obliterated each other. <laughs> <laughs> or just completely missed, you know? Either way is fine. Yeah. I guess you would miss if you could. I don't know. <laughs> I've never jousted before. Well, it seems like they probably wouldn't be able to lift up the lance to like hit at each other because those things are heavy. Yeah, I guess so. I'm thinking of this scene in um, A Knight's Tale, and I think his, like, shoulder gets really messed up because the oh, yeah. guy, like, puts a spike on the end of his thing mm-hmm. and hits him, and then they just, like, he gets his crew to just, like, tape his arm to the lance so that he yes. can, like, go the final round because <laughs> mm-hmm. he can't lift it, so, yeah. I was imagining they could do something like that, and then just the horses could still go at full speed. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but okay. Oh, but then Isabella goes in for a hug, and so she knocks him over again, and she's laying on top of him, and they're talking, and there's another moment of, like, ooh, chemistry. And she seems like she's about to confess that she's leading him into a trap, but then, I don't know, somebody says, I think Sid Sid comes over and interrupts it, yeah. Yeah, he comes over asking a question about the rooster or the chicken or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then he immediately leaves. Like, he interrupted them for, like, less than five seconds. (laughs) <laughs> yes like isabella could have continued with what she was saying <laughs> without being in the presence of other people you know like killed the mood or whatever was inspiring her to about to confess like that moment brought her back to reality it was such a brief interruption <laughs> well yeah but if she confessed now then things would be far less dramatic later <laughs> it was one of the weaker interruptions i've ever seen for this moment like a moment <laughs> like this but i guess that's part of the joke <laughs> yes uh then we have one more scene i think right Yes. We go back to the King Richard and Queen Madalena, and they're going to sing a song about their relationship. How does this even come up? What do they start talking about? Well, he's like admiring how she doesn't really care about what she eats. She just like shoves it in her mouth, and she's like, I used to be poor, like whatever, I don't care. And he's like, he shares a bit about his nanny as a kid, and he's like, look, we're connecting. Like, maybe, you know, maybe you're not the worst thing ever is a literal line in this song. Yeah. So basically, they're going to start singing a song about, I guess, their relationship with each other. Yeah. With a lot of like, are they even backhanded compliments? Are they Are they even compliments? Well, some of them are just insults. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, you're not the worst thing. I mean, I still kind of hate you, but maybe not. Yeah. In the middle of the song, though, it's also going to cut to Gallivant and Isabella singing about their relationship with each other so they're going to go be going jumping back and forth between these two relationships their insults are maybe not quite as bad as the ones between richard and madalena but they're still just like i think you're annoying but maybe maybe i could get used to you yeah and then this was the big this was this song number was like the one where i was really like okay they're they're singing their internal thoughts, but they're not actually saying them like out loud. Mm. Like they're not being heard by the other characters, but they are singing yeah. them to each other. But at the very end of the song, Madalena just says to Richard that he is unlovable no matter what. Yes. It kind of seems like it could be the start of something, but Madalena yeah. just like squashes it immediately. 
because he actively is like, see, see, I saw it for a moment there. You're going to grow to love me. And she's like, you yeah. got to squash this. Nope. <laughs> You're unlovable. Goodbye. The most brutal insult of all the insults in the song. And she's like, your nanny only cared for you because her pa- your parents paid her to. No one has ever cared about you. <laughs> like, that was a fair point. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so she utterly destroys him and then the episode's over. <laughs> yes. There we go. That was the January 4th, 2015, two episode <laughs> premiere of Galavan. Of Galavan. Yeah. So, did you like it? What was your favorite song out of the whole thing? Do you think you'll watch more? <laughs> um, I will say that I think the singing parts are the best part of the show. That's fair. It's a musical. Okay. There, I mean, there's a, there's a <laughs> lot of non singing in the show. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it, the way it starts, you you think like, okay, this is going to be like 80% singing or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I would say it's maybe 40% singing. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, l- less than half still, even even for, even though it's a musical. And a lot of the dialogue humor, similarly with the British version of Ghost, just like doesn't land for me. Okay. But what's weird is like, I feel like they make the same jokes in the songs, but I like it when it's in the songs. <laughs> Like okay. the same kind of jokes. Mm. Or maybe they aren't the same kind of jokes. I don't know. I wrote down this as like British humor-ish. Okay. Which I guess makes sense that they're saying it's like Monty Python. Yeah. But I'm in, I'm into the Isabella Gallivant relationship. Okay. I'm here for that. So I would say the show is funny enough. And dare I say sexy enough, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm in. Why not? Nice. <laughs> I mean, it's not a lot to get through. Exactly. So. I think I think if we had only watched one episode, I wouldn't have gotten invested enough in the mm. Isabella Gallivant stuff. So I might have not continued after one episode. That's fair. That's probably why they had them two episodes at a time. Yeah. And I, I wonder, since when this show was made, like, did they have a bunch more content and then they had to cut it down to eight episodes? I'm not sure. Oh. The story is very kind of very fast-paced and Mm. looks like it's just kind of like pieced together but that's how a lot of comedies are also so i'm not sure how much they had to edit down it's just like they're trying to fit everything in there 22 minutes or whatever so it's pretty fast-paced gotcha okay but yeah do you want to do you want to know something (laughs) yes i've watched the first season of the show oh (laughs) dang yeah Yeah. it's super it's super easy to get through that's the biggest draw to keep going like only twenty. If this was an like a like a forty five minute per episode show, also mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't watch it. It's like just okay, meeting yeah. the threshold of continuing. Yeah, <laughs> I would say. Oh, so you got to the pirates? Yes. I don't know. I just the pirate song is my favorite song. I think in all of it. Oh, okay. Because they're like pirates that are stuck on land, and they just like the lords of the sea, but not quite <laughs> okay. in the sea. <laughs> it's just great. I wouldn't say that song made me laugh a ton. They, I love that it's song. it's less like they're none of the songs are like oh man this song is so funny all the way through it's just like bits and pieces the like the jokes mm. within are good yeah um the only song that i is like stuck in my head is like the opening song mm, okay. that song yeah yeah that's a earworm yeah but yeah i really liked the like the montage training <laughs> that's like the kind of stuff i like yeah <laughs> just, just like <laughs> let's have a super dumb montage scene <laughs> And then even the dialogue has enough fun stuff that makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of jokes that I'm just like, this is not a funny joke. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. 
but it's 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 good enough it's good enough good enough nice stamp on that one <laughs> good enough to feel it's something to watch okay and enjoy i think so you're gonna do season two yeah i'll probably watch it like tonight i'll probably finish it in a couple <laughs> days nice. i really wanted to finish season one because i was like okay what is season two of this show <laughs> like it seemed like it was going to resolve itself in eight oh episodes. yeah yeah but they have set it up so that's not true the plot doesn't really matter too much <laughs> on this show we we just talked a lot about the plot but not really the reason to watch it yeah it is for the musical numbers and the silliness yeah I, again if you're like if you like musicals and you like monty python british kind of style kind of humor you're you're mm-hmm. gonna love this show that's what I'd say. But I did think it was better than Ghost, the British okay. version of Ghost. So Okay, fair enough. I'm actually going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried you were going to not like this at all. Just I was never going to find a show that you were going to want to watch anymore. Oh, give me a good uh give me a good like relationship to root for. <laughs> okay. I'm probably going to like it. And if it's a comedy. Okay. Yeah. Anything else on Gallivant before we talk about next week's? I'm ready for whatever is in next week. <laughs> Because you don't know what I'm about to talk about. I do not. I'm a little scared. Usually usually we have an idea of what the other person's about to pick. Although last week I didn't. Oh, yeah, I, I saw your note on it that you were going to pick Gallivant. But yeah. uh, I didn't know what Gallivant was. <laughs> okay. So next time we're going to be talking about a brand new show. Oh, what show? It's a brand new reality competition show. Oh. Okay. First reality competition show. The podcast. It is called Snake in the Grass. <laughs> Snake in the Grass. Yeah. Sounds very dramatic. <laughs> you gonna give me a little taste of a premise for this thing? Oh yeah. Yeah, I got I got the whole deal here ready. <laughs> so there are, there are only two episodes out right now for this show. Okay. Uh new episodes air on Mondays. This is not for you, Sarah. This is for <laughs> new episodes air on Mondays at eleven PM on the USA network. Right okay. after Monday Night Raw, oh. which if you didn't know is a wrestling show. <laughs> <laughs> and you can watch it on NBC.com or USANetwork.com, but they're they're both like NBC products. And it's free with commercials. Okay, but what is it about? <laughs> I'm get, we're getting to that. <laughs> you would think it would be on Peacock. So the NBC streaming service is Peacock, but um, the show is not oh, on right. Peacock yet. So it, the only way to watch it online... There might be a couple like niche streaming services that have it, but mm. I would just watch it with commercials for the, at least for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the premise of the show. This is what you want to know. Yes. I, I I'm just gonna I I basically got this blurb off of like Google, so, okay. so I'm just gonna read it because it's pretty good. Four players are dropped into the wild for 36 hours with a chance to win one hundred thousand dollars. Okay. In order to win. The four players must figure out which one of them is the snake, a saboteur, (laughs) who is secretly undermining the group every step of the way. The players will compete in a series of grueling and mind-twisting challenges from retrieving game pieces suspended on high wires over 500-foot canyon to scaling the face of a cliff to solve puzzles. With each successfully completed challenge, the competitors win a clue that helps them reveal the identity of the snake. Not wanting their identity revealed, the snake will do whatever it takes to prevent the players from winning the clues by sabotaging their journey any chance they get. 
There you go. Okay. That is the show. But that sounds like somebody's gonna get murdered. Because <laughs> okay. like those sound like super dangerous things they have to do. They are pretty intense. And the only way to stop that is make somebody fall. Yeah. I, I'll let you just... <laughs> <laughs> I'll let your brain figure out what this show might be, but I won't explain. So what I've, I've only seen the first half of episode one of the show. Okay. So I haven't even finished an episode. <laughs> but this is what I want to do, okay? Okay. This is going to be fun. What we're going to do is we're going to watch episode one mm -hmm. up to right before they reveal who the snake is. Oh, wait. they It's one episode? and It's just one episode per... It's four people. So it's just one episode per... per oh, okay. Per okay. $100,000. All right. And the audience does not know who the snake is either. Okay. So we're figuring it out along the way. All right. I like it. Um, so then we'll stop there, and then we'll recap the show up till that point. Mm -hmm. And then we'll make our guesses as to who the snake is. Nice. I like and it. And then... We'll pause the podcast, go finish watching the episode. <laughs> we can watch it together, or maybe we shouldn't watch it together. I don't know. But it should only be like five, 10 minutes max yeah. left in the episode. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about the reveal of the snake <laughs> and how that nice. went. I like it. I, I like this. Good yes, job. This is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, wanted, I've wanted to completely watch an episode of the show, but I was like, I can't. I got to wait till. <laughs> I, mean, I do episode one for the podcast, so mm -hmm. I haven't even watched episode two because I didn't, I didn't want to get like spoiled on like the format of the show or right. the the editing tendencies or anything mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> it should be shouldn't be too bad. It's uh, it's a hour on TV, so it's about forty five minutes of content, but we'll be watching it with commercials, so it'll probably be like an hour. You're definitely gonna beat me. You're going to pick the right person. I'm not going to pick the right person. No, that's not true. <laughs> I, I, you have more experience with reality TV. I think you're going to be able to figure it out a little bit easier than I am. Um, I don't know. I've Different shows have different editing strategies. So okay. you've played board games with these con this almost similar concepts where it's a co-op game, but yeah. there's a, somebody who's sabotaging and you have to figure it out. So mm -hmm. it's the same idea. It'll be fun. <laughs> Yeah, except in that that case, it's my friends, and I know when they're acting weirdly. Oh, okay. There is one person in the first episode that I am familiar with from another show, but not oh. that from not that familiar with. So I don't think I'll have a huge advantage. Okay. But okay, next time, Snake in the Grass. That's what we're gonna be watching. <laughs> I'm glad we're watching a reality competition show. <laughs> this is this is my uh, usual go to. <laughs> I I don't watch them all, but I like when there's a good one. I think this one is is going to be decent, even though I haven't watched it all yet. I'm, I'm excited for this format. It'll, I think it'll be fun. Yes. Um, and then I wanted to mention that we will eventually be talking about She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Yes. Which is the newest Marvel miniseries that is coming out on Disney+. Plus. It comes out on Thursday, August 18th. And it originally was supposed to come out Wednesday the 17th, but then they pushed it back one day yeah. in case anybody uh, was wondering that. <laughs> Most likely, I think, before we go back to a show that Sarah picks, we'll probably be talking about She-Hulk after Snake in the Grass. Yeah, I think that makes sense. But I'm going on vacation for a little bit, and we'll see how the timing of everything works out. Yeah. And I'm assuming we'll probably just do one episode of She-Hulk, but... Two episodes might be out by the time we talk about it, so we'll see what we think. 
but yeah, we will be talking about She-Hulk sometime after the premiere of that show. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yes. She-Hulk is going to be nine episodes, a nine-episode miniseries. Okay. More than a lot of the other ones. The other ones are usually six. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's all I have for the future on the podcast. (laughs) It's a good plan. I like it. All right. So Sarah, where can people contact us if they want to get in touch? If people want to get in touch, they can email us at keepwatchingpod at gmail.com. That's keepwatchingpod. Uh, they can tweet at us at keepwatchingpod, Instagram at keepwatchingpod, or leave a comment on our videos on YouTube at keepwatchingpod. And uh, if you are enjoying the show, we'd appreciate it if you go and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify that people can find us maybe and i i had an idea yeah to encourage people mm-hmm. well it's not really good there's no incentive still but <laughs> <laughs> to maybe encourage if they don't know what to contact us about maybe we come up with a little like question to, for people to answer so like for today's episode maybe people want to share like what their favorite musical is maybe oh, we'll get yes. some maybe we'll get some ones we haven't seen especially for sarah who seems to really be into them <laughs> Maybe she'll she'll get some recommendations that she's never seen. Yeah, that would be great. And I encourage part of our, our listeners who I know enjoy musicals to not text me about it and maybe tweet at us instead. Yes. <laughs> and uh, for Money Heist, if anybody wants to let us know what uh, city name they would Ooh, choose yes. if they were. <laughs> I'm still sticking with Medicine Hat. Oh, I, yeah. I think I want to be um, Macau. Ooh, nice, nice. I like it. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, we would love to hear your your city names. And then if you actually tweeted us or whatever, we will probably talk about it on the podcast. The city names are if if you're on a a team that was going to heist something. (laughs) And you need a code name that is a city name. Which city would you pick? We won't go back to the other episodes, but I thought those two were good questions. Those are. I like it. We'll try to come up with something for people to uh, contact us about at the end of every episode from now on, I think is a good idea. Yeah, that's great. I like it. Okay. All right. That's all we got. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.